0: Some of this, Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Nobody in the hallway.
1: Welcome to the Spook House Podcast, Episode 6.
2: Welcome. I'm Jason. And I'm Phil. And we're here to talk about horror movies.
1: That's right. Specifically, John Carpenter movies. It because
2: is John Carpenter month here at the right. Spook House Podcast.
1: JC month.
2: JC month. That's right.
1: Not JC Chazes of NSYNC fame. <laughs> John Carpenter. Uh, not mean, Jesus Christ. Not Jesus Christ. Some John would say, Carpenter. though. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's John Carpenter month. Yes. And this week's episode is on The Thing. That's right.
2: Which is one of my favorite movies. Is it? It really is. Really? I, I really do enjoy this movie that much. We'll get to it later. Oh, of course. Hour, oh, right. yeah, just, for I sure. guess up front, this is hands down one of my favorite movies.
1: I really like this movie.
2: It's it's lot, It's really good. Yeah. I can, as soon as you say <laughs> that, I can see the shades of... <laughs> what? I, just, <laughs> I, the, I said nothing, sir. I can, just, I can see... I, How dare you?
1: <laughs> no, I it's a great fucking movie. Yes, I or really I, yeah. Look, I know that a ton of people say this is their favorite horror movie and I get why. And I respect them for that and I I totally get their reasons for it, but yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get to it. Yeah. It's, I'm not just going to say like, oh dude, I love it just because everybody loves it. Is it
2: what uh, James from Dead Meat isn't his favorite movie? Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, he says that. Because uh, I remember he talks with, uh, I meant to pull up all the bad reviews for this movie, but I forgot to. But I know Roger Ebert gave it a really bad review when yeah, it came out. Yeah, this
1: movie was shit on. And nobody went, time. so it flopped, too. Well, it was made for $15 million and it made nineteen. million. So it, w- it was neither a flop nor a success.
2: Yeah, and it came out the same week as Blade Runner. Which was a big huge really flop. yeah.
1: It also came out the same week as E. T. Yeah, which, which is, is another thing. Quite with the contrast <laughs> yeah. in uh, you know themes of like extraterrestrial life.
2: Yeah, I mean, very sci- three huge sci-fi movies. Only one of them was really a well, box office
1: I, success. I think E. T. Made like over six hundred million. Uh, I, I know it was Wait, the biggest that... movie.
2: i mean, I'm pretty sure. Wait, well, that that's really big though. I, yeah. Did I get that number Well, one? I know Jaws was, the f- it might like, it, over now it's probably made that much, because all the mm-hmm. reissues and all that. You know, oh, theaters, sure. At the time, I don't, I don't, 600 million seems steep. Yeah. Considering definitely. Jaws was the first movie that made $100 million. Okay, never mind. Yeah. That can't
1: be right. Yeah. Not 1982. But cool. Either way, we that part out. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing was shit on big time by the critics. Oh, yeah. They hated it.
2: And yeah. John Carpenter's gone on record that, because he's had a lot of flops or just barely kind of eked out. Right. He said, this is the one that bothers him the most. Because he, he, he really stands by this movie and the fact that it didn't yeah, do Yeah, well. he
1: also says it's his favorite movie. Yeah, I mean, made. it's...
2: it's, I, think it's um, I really do think it's probably... If it's not Halloween, I think that The Thing is probably his best.
1: I have a theory that John Carpenter hates Halloween. He's probably bitter about it more he than he He seems hates bitter about it. Well, he's I mean, like, oh. He, he's even... That fucking
2: movie. Well, I mean, man, the Akkad's oh. kind of fucked him out of some money, which I'm sure is...
1: That's true, yeah. Know? And I feel like he's... I
2: mean... I mean, he's probably just more butthurt about it than anything else. <laughs> and I remember when, uh, when Blumhouse got the rights to it, I remember when uh, um, Jason Blum went to go meet him. Yeah. He was like, we really want you to be involved with this. And he like, He's he like, why? No, I don't care. And he, looked, he finally looked and was like, this movie's going to happen. It'll happen with or without you. Uh-huh. It'll happen with or without me. Be a part of this movie so you can make some money back. And he Dude, was like,
1: fine, whatever. So one thing I've picked up on about John Carpenter, he's mm-hmm. all about the money.
2: Well, at this point, because he just doesn't and care anymore.
1: You know what? Hey, I get it. Well, honestly, you I, just, do you, John Carpenter. I feel
2: like all he does is he goes to Lakers games because he's a big Lakers fan. Really? Yeah. He goes to Lakers Didn't games. Him and
1: Jack Nicholson hang out?
2: I guess. you know,
1: <laughs> Do yeah. coke in the bathroom <laughs> together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, he does that, and he plays video games, I feel like. That's, well, that's his entire Really? Yeah, he's a big video game fan, wow. too. Wow.
1: Okay. Yeah, so John
2: Carpenter is, I bet he'd be a cool guy to hang out with, even though he's like 80 years old now. Sounds like, like it. Yeah. Again, this is John Carpenter week, and we're going to preface in the thing, and it's, this is going to be a, a big episode because I know everybody. I always really say likes preface, it. preface, preface,
1: preface. I say preface. Some people say preface. <laughs> preface <laughs> sounds fancier. I'll give uh, it to oh, you. Oh yes, but Ooh, I say preface. All right. <laughs> yeah. So last week, tomato potato. Okay. <laughs> tomato potato. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so last week we did. Um... Oh, the, the fog. fog. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I should know that. Yeah. It's, it's our podcast. You're the one
2: that edits them, so you listen more than anybody else. That's
1: true. <laughs> you have no idea like how many hours of my life. Oh, I appreciate it, because <laughs> somebody who, <laughs> uh, who
2: edits their own other podcast, the, the Trauma podcast, True Trauma, yeah. like, it's, it's an undertaking. By that's the time sure. I'm done
1: editing our episodes, I'm like, if I hear Jason speak one more time, I'm going to... Fucking strangle. Him. He said um a fucking again. <laughs> I told him before we started recording to wash your goddamn um. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I fuck up all the time yeah, too, so I'm the... like I, I hate my own voice by the time I'm done editing an episode. So
2: what did you watch other than the thing? What did you what did you did you watch anything this week?
1: I did actually. So I rewatched Night of the Creeps and I was reminded how great of a movie that is! Right,
2: That movie is. I, I kind of weird, even though I subbed I'm,
1: out. I might have to say top five favorite horror movies. Oh wow! Up See, in I there. remember I subbed definitely top what? ten. I Where mean I subbed, good, out?
2: I subbed man. out something. Oh, I subbed out the. the That's mask. That's right. We were supposed to we were do, going to, but Not... then I decided to do the mask instead. Behind the mask. Behind the mask. Not the Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody stop! Jeez, that movie. Yeah, that movie. I, I haven't watched that. I've been as age. I, I, aged I think
1: we chose Behind the Mask. Because it, it was, was on available. Amazon Prime, and I
2: don't know if I don't know if
1: uh, Night of the Creeps was at the time. It wasn't.
2: Okay, no. so yeah, I think that's why we chose it. And but yeah, that movie is great.
1: It is, man. We will definitely do an episode on Night of the we'll, Creeps yeah, at we'll, some point. We'll I'm not sure what month it will it will be. I think
2: we, I'm sure we'll do a Zombie Month or an 80s Month or a Cheese. There's all things that you can fit into. Sure. There. Yeah. But it'll definitely get on this podcast. Oh, at some Oh, yeah. I
1: was thinking we should do a What the Fuck Month, such as. What do you mean? Texas Chainsaw Massacre New Beginning. Jason goes to hell? Jeez. Just movies that make you go, "What the fuck were they thinking when they made that?" That yeah, we
2: can definitely do that.
1: WTF month. I love it.
2: WTF month. You know what? I think that I think that fits the bill. You want to do that <laughs> next month before we do the Halloween you franchise? You know what?
1: We'll talk about this later, but I think we should do girlfriends picks. Oh, we do that next. Ladies week? picks. Oh, ladies yeah. picks. Yeah. We'll let Alyssa and em pick them up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. We'll do that. And then we got two months. Oh, we got nothing but
1: Halloween. Boy, I am. I'm probably going to be sick to death of Michael Myers (laughs) and Dr. Lemus going, oh, it came from hell. By the time we get to like Resurrection and Rob Zombies, oh boy, I'm going to be like, do we really have to do this episode? You know what? Can we just sub in?
2: Do you have any friends that want to be on a podcast (laughs) this week?
1: I'm feeling kind of faint. I've got the vapors this week. I can't be on the show. (laughs) Alright, so other than Night of the Creeps, I watched Reanimator for the first time ever. It's pretty I'd good. Never seen Reanimator. It's,
2: it's not amazing. It's okay. It's got some
1: the, the head giving head part is always the uh the ending when everything just goes fucking crazy. Yeah and like it's yeah. all out chaos is yeah. great. Yeah. The Lido's it's can total eighties yeah. schlock, you know, but Jeffrey Combs plays that weirdo character so well. I really like Jeffrey Combs. <laughs>
2: When you he's know what, used correctly, you know he's a lot of You know what movie he
1: was great in? A movie that is way underlooked. The Frighteners. I love that movie. From it 1996. was Peter, ja- yeah, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson, Michael
2: J. Fox. Yeah. Come on. And it,
1: it, it's, it doesn't get a lot of love. No, I, it really like doesn't.
2: It's uh, it's, it's one of those movies that I feel like, like I really like that movie, but it's one of those movies that people like go through like during Halloween when it's playing on like AMC or something. They go, uh-huh.
1: oh yeah, I remember this movie. Yeah.
2: It's like one of those kind I of movies. I forget it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Remember the, the VHS cover? Oh, it had like that kind of three D effect. Find
2: that VHS. Yeah, that was pretty sick. So did you watch anything else other than uh the Frighteners? No, you didn't watch the Frighteners, you watched Night of the Creeps and And Reanimator. And Reanimator. So
1: I subscribe to Shudder. Shudder is it's worth your four, four book or five bucks. Oh, for sure. It's pretty kick ass. Yeah. I mean their selection is decent. Yeah. Better than Netflix horror section. That's for yeah. damn sure. Prime and
2: uh, Shudder, if you get Shudder with your Prime, it's a shadow of Netflix oh, horror. Oh, for meditation. sure. Yeah. At this point, Netflix is really just a TV network though, where they have lots of kinda series. Kind of Yeah. You know, they've got movies. And they get new stuff. It's not like they're, I mean, they're worth the money I feel like you pay. hmm But as far as movies, Prime and even Hulu kind of has that. Hulu's has, pretty, yeah.
1: pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. Shutter also has Christine and Prince of Darkness yes the two movies that we will be reviewing for the rest of John Carpenter month so yes. if
2: Christine first and then we'll be ending it with Prince of Darkness yeah of
1: course so if you're listening to this I would give Shudder a shot you uh, they're need like a free trial yeah for like a week trial yeah. or something
2: yeah and of course it's only five bucks and there's a lot there's a lot of movies on there
1: there are. Yeah, and Shudder, you know, just throwing this out there. If you want to sponsor us, I won't be mad about it. No,
2: absolutely. I won't be mad at all. You know what? It's a $14 subscription fee to post our podcast. If you just want to pick that up for us. That's right. (laughs) That'd be pretty great.
1: Yeah, other than that, man. So speaking of Hulu, I've been watching a lot of tiny house hunters. Dude, I I think we are all but settled on... Tiny house? A tiny-ish house. A bigger tiny house. Seems to be like 85% it's happening at this point. I'm not going to lie.
2: Where, now, would y'all, is there anywhere in Raleigh you think you could put a, a tiny house?
1: To? Sure, you have to buy a piece of land or something. Yeah. But
2: you can move out to Zebulon or somewhere. Mm, fuck no. No, I want to <laughs> stay inside the
1: Beltline in Raleigh. But yeah, a lot of downsizing is going to uh, have to happen. But yeah. if we do this, where would if we, you hide all your it.
2: fresh new VHS tapes? I don't know. Uh, I just <laughs> I guess I'm pretty jealous. He's got his he went to the mountains and he, will he like to pay a dollar seventy five for six VHS tapes.
1: Yeah, I scored big time.
2: And I feel like he's got him in my face on purpose. He's got him sitting right in front of the television. Actually,
1: Alyssa Went out the other day and bought three more. She bought three Robin Williams movies, Miss Doubtfire, Good Will Hunting, oh my and Dead Poet Society. She texted me a picture of them, like, look what I bought. I Those like, are all three great fucking movies. Exactly. If you're listening to this podcast, good taste, good taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I came home the other night, she was watching Miss Doubtfire. I was like, fuck yeah.
0: Hello! Hello! Did you walk in? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if we move into a tiny house, I'm going to have to... Put a halt on my VHS collection. I can already feel it growing. <laughs> yeah. Like a drug addict. Yeah. Just got a first taste. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> I'm just buying my childhood back. Give it to me. Give it to yeah. me. Yeah. So, Jason, uh, how about you? Have you watched anything?
2: I watched a couple movies. I did. What'd you watch? Well, I
1: saw The
2: Nest. What is which that? Which is an 80s cockroach horror movie. What? <laughs> I was like going through Amazon Prime, and I got into Now, there's a movie called Ticks, which I really liked. Oh, make. sure. It's got Alfonso Rubio. They were like, you if you like Ticks, yeah, you'll exactly. like The Nest. Now, that was a directed uh, video. I mean, no, you're wrong. It's a shit movie, but Get I out. enjoyed it no a lot. No way. Yeah. <laughs> the and then nested. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I, I like the Ticks movies. Let's watch a Killer Cockroach. And let me tell you, it's awful, but it's a good time.
1: Oh, okay. Let's, do you remember Joe's Apartment? I do remember Joe's Apartment. I think it was
2: the first MTV movie. I think it was. Yeah, I really do. I think it Jerry was... O'Connell, right?
1: Yeah, Jerry O'Connell and was it Christina a bunch of Applegate, singing? Maybe no, I, I think, think it was know. Megan Ward. Man, I have not watched that since I was like eight. Yeah, or something. <laughs> <laughs> it came out like ninety six or seven yeah, or something. yeah. Yeah, man, wow, yeah. that's a throwback. So yeah, I watched the Nest uh-huh. Cockroach movie. Really dumb,
2: but I enjoyed myself. Okay, cool. Uh, I also watched a movie called Rabid
1: Grannies. Dude, what is your life?
2: <laughs> well, there's a little bit of a story behind *Rabbit Grannies. I had seen it before. *Rabbit Grannies. It's a trauma movie.
1: Oh, I thought it was a porno.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
1: Oh, a trauma <laughs> movie. Okay. Yeah, a tra- and, uh, that explains so it. So
2: another podcast reached out, uh, Camp Nightmare,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: they were doing horror comedy. They were like, hey, can you suggest a couple like horror comedy trauma movies? And I was like, absolutely. So I did that. Uh-huh. And I was like going through it. I was like, hey, *Rabbit Grannies. I haven't seen that in a while. Let me put that on there. Get the mm. list, and I, I was like, you know what? Let's watch that. And I watched it. I was like, this movie is fucking nuts. Perfect title. Yeah. But this it's on Amazon Prime if you want to give it a watch. But this movie is fucking don't watch nuts. that. <laughs> 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 I watched something else anyway. But yeah, that was pretty much most of what I watched. And the thing, of course. Oh yeah, of course. Yes. So that was that was that's been my week as far as movie watching goes.
1: Yeah. So check out Shudder. I'm not it, mad but, at it. Yeah. No. It's, it's, it's got some good. Good stuff on it. Um,
2: And there's some good TV show, like Joe Bob Briggs' show is on there, and that's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I think I'll keep it around. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I've been subscribed. I've probably been subscribed for over a year now. Yeah. Cool. So, Jason, how about a little bit of horror news?
2: You got it, Theo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Give me that horror news, Jason. Give you some of that good, good horror news. (laughs) All right. And by the way, if you can hear those cicadas outside. They are a singing tonight. Oh, it yeah, is a hot are. summer night in North Carolina, and they are just a-chirpin'.
2: All right. So, it looks like so, filming began on that Chris Rock Saw reboot.
1: Okay. Which, you know... So, I think we established in the last episode, neither one of us are big Saw fans. No,
2: not really. I mean, the first one had, you know, the twist ending was cool, I guess, but the rest yeah. of it, I
1: was like, meh. Nah. Yeah, and then I
2: saw like the second and third. And I was like, this too, just isn't for me. Got a little hokey there. Yeah, it's like oh, and I was I they just were never...
1: churning those out for. I, a Halloween. it was minute. like every every, every Halloween, Halloween you, yep.
2: it was going to be a saw movie, which I mean worked for a long time. Yeah, you know, but uh, they're bringing it back. And How many are there? It's like six, six or seven. I think the last was in three D or something. I'm or pretty maybe. sure
1: it turned into the Final Destination series towards the end, right? <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, they started filming on the Chris Rock Saul movie. It looks like uh
2: the movie. Now, they put the, what's that? I, I need to know what it is, you know, where they check the sound, where they hit the, you know, the, the clap the, thing when they yeah. the rolling film. Uh-huh. Um, the marker. That, yes. The, that's the marker, yes. Yes. The title on that is The Organ Donor. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's the movie's title or if that's just, like, the working title of the movie or if it's going to be, like, Saul, or right. Saul 3 or whatever. Okay. But yeah, so they started filming on that, and the only thing that has me interested at all is this, this is the fact that Chris
1: Rock co-wrote it outside of that. So he only co-wrote it? He's not directing? No, he's
2: not directing this. I don't know. I think Darren okay. Lynn Boseman is who directed some of the other ones. But yeah, he just so... co-wrote this one. So, okay. And I think he's might be in it as well. Hmm. All right. But I mean, recently there's been a...
1: You know what? Do you watch Fargo?
2: I watched the first season, yeah.
1: So, I love that show. Yeah. Have, All three seasons are really good. Mm-hmm. I heard you and McGregor was great in oh, that season. Uh, well, he was in the third season. Not my favorite season, but still good. Yeah. So, supposedly, Chris Rock is going to be in season four of Fargo. Oh, really? Yeah. So, he's kind of dipping his toes into dramatic territory, I'm assuming. I don't well, know a whole he's
2: lot about it. Have you ever seen Top 5? No. This is a, a movie he wrote and directed. It's really good. It's hmm. I guess kind of a comedy, but it's very dramatic it points to. Okay. He's it's he's playing a character who was like the comedy guy, but now he's in a lot of shitty movies and he's trying to make a comeback kind of thing.
1: Hmm. I guess I'll watch it and supposedly Samuel Jackson is I think he's actually in it too. Yeah. Starring in the movie. Yeah, I think Samuel Jackson's the star of it too. Nice trap motherfucker. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will Give that a half-assed watch if yeah. I ever come across it on a streaming platform. <laughs> I definitely won't go to the movies unless it, the trailer looks amazing. Yeah. So what else you got, Jason? Uh,
2: so Sam Raimi has teased a return of the Evil Dead franchise, which I thought after the TV show was canceled, it was killed. You know? Oh
1: yeah. Um, Why was that canceled? That was a.
2: It just was Nobody was watching. It, it was on Stars, and nobody was watching. Well, it.
1: there's your problem. Yeah. Who the fuck watches Stars? Not me. The only people that still have cable are like Old people cable. over forty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I
2: mean it's what it is, but yeah. So it's it, they got canceled stars. I watched a good it on show. Netflix. I
1: watched like the first season. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it it's, is.
2: It's Ash being really crazy, oh, ridiculous. Dude, it's if it was on
1: Netflix, it would be pretty big. yeah. right now. Yeah. So when you say Sam Raimi is teasing, what do you what do you mean?
2: Well, he's got he was show speak. a little nip.
1: Oh yeah, oh, he's I just like, it. hey yeah. guys, here's a little nip.
2: You want you Boop. want a little, you want a little bit of that Ash yep, that yep. nip? Yeah. <laughs> But he was talking to, I forgot exactly who he was talking to. I was reading this through bloody disgusting. But he said that he's got three possibilities where he wants to take the this franchise. He wants to be a movie again. And he's got a possibility if Bruce Campbell comes back. He has a possibility if he wants to be a sequel to that remake that happened. Oh, okay. And he has a possibility for if they want to have like a crossover kind of thing.
1: Crossover with, like with
2: the original and the remake kind of thing.
1: Huh. Okay. So he's got a lot of ideas there. Yeah, he does. You know. You know what? The remake of Evil Dead. Not bad.
2: I really enjoyed. It. I saw it in theaters. Like, this is a good remake. Pretty
1: fucking brutal. It, yeah. And definitely. I love the end when it's literally raining blood and just yeah. everything is covered in <laughs> blood. I'm like, this is fucking metal. Yeah. Like Slayer should be playing in the background right it's now. Raining blood. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, mayhem should be playing in the <laughs> background. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking mayhem.
1: Yeah. Did you watch Lords of Chaos yet? I still
2: haven't. I keep Do listening. it. I'll, I'll, good, probably, I'll try and get to it this week. I, I know I got to watch Stranger Things this
1: weekend too. Oh, I haven't even started on I was in the mountains for like four days and I just haven't got around to it yet. So. Mm, yeah. So what else you got, Jason? So...
2: Orion is partnering with It producer
1: to turn that viral. Orion Momo- is still
2: around. That's what I was surprised. I didn't think they had done anything but that child's play movie. It's an Orion movie. Oh, okay. I did not realize they were still a production company, but they are, and they're teaming with the It producer. I'm sorry, It producer mm-hmm. to turn that viral Momo challenge hoax into a horror movie. Now, do you remember that that Momo challenge, that Momo virtual reality? No, that uh, uh, no. thing
1: that looks familiar. Yeah. But- I'm, is, I'm proud to say I avoided that in yeah. learning what it was. So tell yeah. me what it is, Jason. It's
2: just like some, like a a girl who looks like a bird, mm-hmm. and for some reason it went viral. I don't know exactly what it was. I remember saying like, oh, that's gross, but people like thought it was real or something. So it's kind of like
1: the new Slenderman,
2: sorta. Of. Huh. Maybe. There, was, there wasn't really a story behind it, I don't Did
1: think. you see that movie?
2: No, I've got no interest in seeing <laughs> it. heard it, it was a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, as soon as I saw I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> I do too, but then there's always that, that awful story about those girls. Oh yeah, I watched a documentary about it that. It is it's good. Yeah, yeah. You know.
1: So, the Momo Challenge. The
2: Momo Challenge. Isn't Momo
1: like a, like a Jersey slang for an idiot or something? You fucking Momo. You fucking mook. I think that's what they call it. <laughs> I'm saying that I, this is probably the worst thing
2: anybody can possibly say to a person. We don't even realize it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, so, sorry. I don't know. I'm just ignorant. So this is kind of like the horror version of the Emoji Movie. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it's like, hey, this is a thing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. that gets a big old hard pass for me. All right. How much do you want to bet it's PG-13? Rated PG-13. Rated PG-13. Rated <laughs> PG-13. All right, Jason. Um, and there was one What's up with that horror news,
2: bud? There was one more big piece of news. What's that, came that out this Jason?
1: Week. So lay
2: it on me. They're filming the Halloween two, and I guess they're calling Halloween two and three. I don't know exactly how you would yeah. categorize these movies anymore. Okay, but they're filming them back to back, and there's a rumor that they're going to release well. it in the same month.
1: Okay, so it's for sure confirmed that they are filming two and three back to back. It's
2: it's pretty much everything. Everything I've read, like that's pretty much as far as how they're releasing happen. them. That's still a rumor that they're going to release it in the same
1: month. All right, so give me your thoughts on this. What do you think?
2: You know, for me, because obviously I'm going to go see the weekend it comes out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you will too.
1: No, nah, I'm busy that week. <laughs>
2: You already, it doesn't come out until twenty twenty two or whatever. <laughs> already I know cleared you my schedule. Already work. cleared your schedule. Not this coming Halloween. The next Halloween. Yeah. Sorry, I've got shit to do. <laughs> I'm
1: taking all of October off. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, continue.
2: I get it. It sounds like it could be cool and maybe even a decent gimmick to get people to come out and see it. Mm-hmm. But you're asking a lot. Yeah. If, especially because people don't really go to theaters like they used to. Yeah. It's because they don't see the first one. They're damn sure not going to see the second one. you Right, know? right, right. And, I, don't, you know, everybody in our generation, not everybody, I go to the movies a lot. But a lot of people don't go to the movies like they used to anymore because they, they'll wait until they start yeah, streaming.
1: And if you have two movies that come out the same day, that's like at least a four to five hour block of your day.
2: And you remember when, um,
1: I mean, we would do it, of course, because mm-hmm. we're total freaks. And yeah, but real- remember
2: when like Grindhouse came out and it bombed? Yeah, and it was because it was I people- saw it. I did too. I loved it. It's great. But it's a lot of it was because people didn't want to sit down in the movie theater for five hours, you know, or yeah, I it, guess like so. three and a half hours or however long that movie was.
1: Yeah, know, that was a cut. Yeah, that mm. was a great movie. So see, uh, I don't know if they would release
2: it in there still in the same day, but maybe they would release one at the beginning of the month and one at the mm-hmm. end of the month. Uh huh.
1: But even Steel,
2: yeah. that's kind of. Asking a lot.
1: Yeah, look, I'm a hardcore Halloween fan, and like even... we'll go see both of them in the theaters that oh, month f- like, for sure. But
2: the regular casual fans not going to do that. Yeah,
1: but you know what, man? Even me, it's kind of like it's a bit much. Yeah, it less really is, is less is more. You know. Yeah, I, mean... I would be more excited knowing that we have a new Halloween coming, 2020 and 2021. Just release them both in October. Yeah, a year after the next, and boom there you go
2: yeah that's you know that's true okay what's wisdom. the
1: marketing campaign gonna be like are they gonna release a trailer like for both, both? yeah okay can, this really is for me? Halloween 2. how too. do you
2: release a trailer for both movies do you release a trailer for like exactly. an amalgam of both movies but how do you not ruin the first and what's one? gonna
1: happen when people show up to the theater and be like uh ticket for Halloween please oh sorry sir uh Halloween 2 sold out but we got Halloween three I guess I'll see which Halloween is technically 3. Halloween four. Yeah, it's it's too much. I yeah. really hope they don't. I don't think they'll do that. That's never been done before. right? No,
2: and of course that would be part of the the gimmick that you'd be doing something that nobody really had ever done before. See, I I don't like it. I don't. I feel like and now if they did it like in October and maybe they release the third one in February or March or something. No, but you even, gotta even do then, October, that'd be man.
1: you gotta do October. Yeah, it's just released a uh, Halloween two. Yeah, October twenty twenty. Release Halloween three October twenty twenty one. There
2: you go. It's, it sounds like a good idea to me. It's not going to. Yeah. Have you, you ever released those movies in August? There's a couple years they really. Like oh H2o yeah, and Resurrection came out in August. Or Rob Zombies Rob Zombie came out
1: August thirty right? first two thousand seven. I will never forget that day that I uh, witnessed that piece of shit on the screen. <laughs> um, we're gonna get to that one. I can't wait. Yeah. So. <laughs>
2: So that was pretty much the big, big horror movie news that happened this week.
1: Yeah, that was just about all the news. Well,
2: Oh, there was another thing about Ari Aster.
1: Yeah, that's true. Ari Aster is planning to release an extended cut of Midsommar with 30 <laughs> minutes of additional footage. And it's going to be an NC-17 rating. I'd be more interested if it was 20 minutes less longer. Oh, Yeah. A, a cut of the movie that kind of makes
2: sense. I mean, the movie makes sense. I thought. Does it though? I, you know, I thought it made sense, and I thought <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. I thought it could have been shorter.
1: So, by the way, folks, this is kind of where we do a mini review of Midsummer. We have yeah. now both seen it. Yes. And if you haven't
2: seen it and want to, maybe skip over a little bit. We're not going to be. Early, we're not going to talk about it long. Yeah, yeah. So don't. We'll just spoiler alert. You know, proceed with caution. If you have Well,
1: I remember I texted you. And you're like, dude, no spoilers. And I was like, I wouldn't know how to spoil this movie if I wanted to.
2: That is that is true. You yeah, know, like, that what
1: that's... would I even say to you? Oh, dude, uh, <laughs> at the end, when they do the Wicker Man-Nicholas Cage bear suit scene. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't help but think of that whenever the guy was in the bear suit and they were burning him alive. Yeah, it's so, not... all right, so Midsommar, look, I, for the record, I love Hereditary. I, It might be my favorite horror movie in past five, ten years, even. Okay. I'll, I'll even say that. Yeah. I was really rooting for this movie. I wanted to leave the theater being like, Ari Aster is the new fucking dude. And he still is, in my opinion. I'm very curious to see where he goes from here and what he does next. Yeah. So it, it doesn't, um you know, taint that aspect of it for me. But this movie, I think he just overshot it. You know, a lot. There was just too much stuff that it was incoherent. It didn't quite make sense. There was no payoff.
2: See, I thought there was a payoff. I thought it was a little bit. It didn't need to be as long as it was. I thought. No. There, I thought some, at some point in the length uh, hindered it a little bit. Hmm. I thought it, it was a little bit showier than it needed to be. Like looking, yeah, the camera was moving a lot, and it was moving in lots of like weird ways. And it looks really good. Oh like, yeah. I, yeah, so like
1: cinematography. Set design, yeah. costume design, acting, top notch. All oh, that was top, yeah, absolutely. 10 out of 10. Story-wise and all that, mm-hmm. Uh, man, it was just a little incoherent. And yeah. I'm not even sure if Ari Aster quite knows what <laughs> a lot of it means. I would love to get his thoughts and be like, okay, Ari, tell me what that means right there in detail <laughs> and go. I would. I would love to hear what he has to say. Yeah. Maybe it makes sense to him. I, I don't know. Yeah, so when it was over, I was just like, man, I, I don't know what the fuck to think. And the longer I think about it, the more I'm kind of like, uh You only buying this on VHS? No. <laughs> I've <won. laughs> I respect it. It yeah. was beautifully shot. Yeah. And yeah, yeah.
2: Oh right. Well, is there anything else you want to talk to before we get to the thing? Well, I
1: never really got your thoughts on the movie.
2: Oh, Midsummer. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I thought it should have been shortened a little bit. A like little I bit. S- yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm, I mean, I'm like I said, well, I would go see two movies in a row at the theaters. I'm, yeah. I'm not against sitting in a movie for. A oh long sure. Time. Yeah yeah. I just thought it was a little bit longer than it maybe needed to be, and I thought maybe that was a little bit too showy. Like I said.
1: Yeah, it was a little, uh, hey, everybody, look what I can do. <laughs> Aren't you shocked? Yeah. Look how weird this is. <laughs> I bet you're confused right now.
2: Yeah. And there it's was like, one yeah, thing. I get it. The, but the, the incest, little... I was like, was that necessary at all? The incest? Yeah. The uh,
1: I don't think there was incest in it.
2: There was the procedure or whatever, the one that I kept trying, you know, the guy with the like weird swill. Oh, the, yeah. He, yeah. Was the, he was the product of the incest, why so he looked weird.
1: Oh, okay.
2: And I didn't hmm. I didn't think that was really necessary other than being so like to my career. problems with that <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Incest is like number nine on my list.
2: <laughs> or when they whacked that guy's fucking head in.
1: Oh well, that was pretty badass. I I love that it was part. pretty metal. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> damn metal. Mayhem should have been playing it while that happened. Wow. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Midsummer, i give it about a seven, I'd say. I think it's seven and a half. Yeah. I gave Hereditary like a fucking
2: ten. Yeah. So. We actually we got back and we watched Hereditary after it after the movie. Oh nice. Yeah.
1: Cool. So right, yeah, so that was our little
2: quick midsummer review. Yeah. If you fast forward you skipped all any kind of Spoiler even though there really wasn't spoiler that many yeah. there's a few minor but nothing that would ruin the movie for you. Yeah. Now I think we're gonna get on to the the reason we're all here.
1: Yeah, the reason we're all here, we're gonna talk about the thing. Released in nineteen eighty two, June twenty fifth. Now, what did you think of this movie? Like overall, overall, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a very dreadful, nihilistic kind of movie. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if you'd really enjoy this
2: movie. Oh, I enjoy it, but yes, it is very yeah. nihilistic, and it, the ending definitely so.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, it's a little ambiguous at the ending. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, well, maybe they just get drunk and freeze to death and have a good time. Exactly. Who knows?
2: All right. So yeah, the movie came out in 1982. It, like we like we said, it was John Carpenter's, probably his favorite movie Yeah. that he's made. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really enjoy this one.
1: I was surprised to learn that it flopped. Well, I wouldn't say flopped. I mean, it... The budget was $15 million and it made $19 million, so yeah. it technically it did okay. But, I, mean, I guess
2: with um advertising and all that kind of thing, it made it sure. you know, broken even. Yeah. It probably broke even. <laughs> but it, it underperformed, to say the least. I'm yeah. sure they thought it would have done a lot better. But, of course, it was around the E.T. time, and nothing's going to Yeah, you know, that's true. be that. Also, we've got Kurt Russell and John Carpenter, which they've done several team-ups before, and I think mm. the first time was when they did The Elvis. I think that was the first time. they Yeah, worked and in
1: 79.
2: Yeah, and they did Escape from New York, which I think came out right before this. 81. Yeah, 81, yep. which is one of my other favorite Carpenter the movies. thing in
1: 82, and the next time they would work together would be Big Trouble in Little China. I believe so. In 86? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course,
2: they teamed up again for Escape from L.A. Oh, in 1996. Which was no. Never seen that. It's not. You're worth your time. This game from New York, absolutely.
1: I've it's, never seen that. Oh, yeah. I've okay. got it,
2: but it's on Blu-ray. So I'll rent it from Alamo. Yeah.
1: Do it. Yeah, I will. So, The Thing is based on the 1938 novella by John Campbell called Who Goes There? Yeah. yeah. Did I you never... know that John Carpenter later... He wanted to change the name of the movie to "Who Goes There." Uh, yeah,
2: doesn't quite have the same ring as. I the think thing. it was like
1: after they did like test audience runs, and it wasn't like really performing well. And John's like, "Well, should we call it Who Goes There?" And they're <laughs> like, "Nah, we're good. Let's stick with the thing." So, yeah. and this
2: is a remake of a Howard Hawks movie, Howard Hughes. Movie yeah, the, the
1: thing from Another World. Yeah, which, which is actually on Halloween. They're watching appears in, in Halloween yeah. in 1978. Yeah. So, a little foreshadowing there. Did you know that John Landis was considered for this movie?
2: As director? Yeah. This would have been a completely different movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, and Toby Hooper was considered.
2: Again, this would have been a completely different movie. So,
1: apparently the script that he was, like, his vision of the movie was going to be shot, like, all underwater or something, and it was like, what the fuck, Toby? Nah, we're good. No. Let's call up John. John, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? So
2: who are, the, I guess, the main players in this movie?
1: All right, we'll get to a little cast breakdown. Yeah. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you up front, there's no women in the movie.
2: There is... The only time there's any female presence is Adrian Barbo's voice when he loses a chess.
1: That's right. Yeah. Mm, I, I, I was wondering if you had wrote down that little tidbit. I did. I did. Yeah. I did research. So that's the only... That's the only female in the movie. Other than that, we have a very large cast, I feel like. It's it's pretty big. Twelve people.
2: And now some of them are kind of not necessarily throwaways, but just kind of mm-hmm. thing fodder. But yeah. they're still all, they're fairly well developed for the most part. Kurt Russell obviously the most. Blair, obviously. I disagree. But continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of this movie, I, I do, do enjoy the camaraderie between all the guys. You mm-hmm. know, for the guy's listening to Superstitious and rolling around in his roller skates.
1: Yeah, well, no, I don't know if I'd call it camaraderie. Because one guy's like, hey, turn that shit down, Nalls."
2: <laughs> oh, they're they're comfortable with each other, I guess. And then the part where they're going to the Norwegian guys, is like, I'm coming. it's like, no, you're not.
1: All right, well, thanks for thinking about it, though. <laughs> so, yeah, the cast, we have Kurt Russell, of course, as R.J. McCready. In a sweet-ass cowboy hat. Yeah, and a beautiful head of hair. Always. Flowing locks. Yeah. And a nice beard going to you. You the man, Kurt Russell. Yeah. And we also have Wilford Brimley. No, we will not be making a diabetes joke. I wasn't for planning on it. <laughs> yeah, so Wilford Brimley <laughs> was the Quaker Oats guy.
2: <laughs> oh, that's right. He was the Quaker Oats yeah.
1: guy. He's still alive. He's 84. Gosh, he is so... He's hanging in there. He's yeah. been taking that diabetes medication. Yeah, he
2: definitely, is. He, you know, he was also the only guy on there doing like the uh, and autopsy things. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't getting sick mm-hmm. like everybody else. Even Kurt Russell, he's a huge outdoorsman. Even he was getting a little, a little grossed out by it.
1: Oh wait, you mean like while they were filming the movie?
2: Yeah, while they were filming the movie when they uh-huh. were you know doing that autopsy <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the, the, the thing the first time. Right. He was he was the only person that wasn't really getting sick when they were like pulling out organs and stuff.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
2: It's a pretty gross movie. Yeah, I, I would that. say, it. the movie is pretty gross. Rob Botten, by the way. Yeah. Holy shit, did he do a great job. Oh, yeah. The creature effects That's an understatement. Movie, or, yeah. like, Rob Botten was only 22 years old when he did this movie. Too.
1: Yeah. And he also did the effects on the fog, and we talked about that in the last episode. We were like, oh, who was that? Yeah. So, Rob Botten was the 6'5 guy. Yeah. Yeah. He also... That was holding the sword at the end of the, the fog, and, yeah. you know, did mm-hmm. the final... Kill of Father Malone.
2: Exactly. So also some. Of the, I wrote down some of his other like big screen credits. He did the Fog, the Thing, RoboCop, which we saw not too long ago. One through three, all One three, three of them. Yeah, yep. Total Recall, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. Fight Club, and Seven. Yeah,
1: so <clears throat> David Fincher's boy there for yeah, a while. I
2: think he did. I think he did Alien Three too. Yeah,
1: and he also did The Howling. And there is a werewolf transformation. uh um, oh, Werewolf transformation scene in that movie and that came out a year before american werewolf in london
2: oh it did okay Mm -hmm. i've seen that movie yeah and it was it's pretty pretty great i know you did you watch what the howling
1: oh the howling yeah
2: um yeah i don't know because i know i don't know if it was that or american werewolf in london i think that was the first effects oscar that was given out
1: yeah it was american werewolf in london okay that makes sense i lost to uh Horror movie trivia contest at Carolina Fear Fest because of that. Remember? Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. And I was kicking myself in the ass for not saying <laughs> I guessed Alien for some reason, even though I was like three years off. Anyways, I'm, I'm so, yeah. not sore about it, right? <laughs> yeah, not at all. So Rob button yeah, he was only 21, and apparently he worked nonstop on this movie. Like he said that he never took a day off in a year, and he was actually hospitalized for double pneumonia.
2: Jeez. Exhaustion
1: and he developed an ulcer from just like stress from being so hands on during this movie the whole time. And he like slept on set and in the locker rooms for basically a year straight. So this movie like consumed his life. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah, yeah shout out to Rob Bottton. He did still a killer alive. fucking job. Yeah.
2: yeah, he's still alive. He is. Yeah.
1: Continuing on with the cast, we got Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley. So these are a lot of it's a lot of people. We're just gonna kinda knock knock them out. Mm hmm. As best we can. We have TK Carter who plays Nalls, mm-hmm. as rollerboy. Yeah. Or, you know, the only other notable rollerblading character I can think of other than Heather Graham and Boogie. Boogie Nights. Nights. Yeah. Yeah, he roller rollerblades around the fucking <laughs> the base. And we have David Clinnon as Palmer. The guy wearing the sweet jean jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Richard Dysart as Copper. Dr. Copper. Dr. Copper. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Charles Hallahan as Norris. Yes. And Richard Maser as Clark, the dog owner. Yeah, you know. You yeah, know I the know the you're talking about it. Yeah. Do you know what I always thought of him from? What? My Girl. One and two. He's in that. Oh, really?
2: Mm-hmm. I did not know. And so Jamie Lee
1: so... Curtis is in that. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. Bring around. To... Yeah. <laughs> Bring it around to jogging carpenter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't in this movie. No, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis was not in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Donald Maffet? Moffat. Moffat. Yeah. We got Donald Moffat as Gary. He's the station commander. Yeah. Joel Polis as Fuchs. It looks like it's spelled "fuck." It does look like that. Whenever <laughs> I see people with that last Fuchs. name,
2: it always kind of takes me back. I'm just like...
1: And <laughs> we have Thomas Waits as Windows... No, not Tom Waits. Thomas Waits.
2: I, I, took, I mean, the first one I was like, Tom Waits? Is that Tom Waits? <laughs> yeah. Is that his acting name? Is that what he has on his Screen Actors Guild go for? <laughs> Remember Tom Waits in Mystery Men? No. Tom I, Waits was been, in Mystery like, Men. It's been like 15 years since I've seen Mystery
1: Men. Tom Man. Waits is the guy that like develops all the crazy weapons and stuff. That Seriously?
2: They, that's, yeah, that's Tom Waits. Gee, I'd forgotten all about Great movie. That. I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also we have Keith David. I was about to say you're missing the big plays ones. Childs. Yeah,
1: yes, and
2: long before he was telling people to recruit him for the, the military, he's the, in the commercials. He does a lot of the. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. His voice because you know he's got a very distinct voice. Too, yeah, right? he does. He's also in They Live and the John Carpenter. That's movie. right. He's <laughs> in
1: They Live and Something About Mary.
2: Who is he in Something yep. About Mary? Yep, he
1: plays. So when Ben Stiller picks up Mary for prom. Oh, he that's answers right. the this door. never what happened to Wookie. <laughs> yeah, that guy. that <laughs> was her dad. And have you seen Men at Work? Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez. No, I know what you're talking about. 1991, that. I think. They're garbage men. Oh, is yeah. It, I know what you're talking you've about, never it, seen that? I've never seen it. Oh, no. Dude, I love that movie. <laughs> and it's kind of shit on by a lot of people and critics, but he's in that movie, and he is hilarious. He's in so a lot of stuff. Yeah, so that's where I always think about Keith David from. And... Isaac Hayes and Ernie Hudson were both considered for this role.
2: Okay, well, that would maybe yeah, that would make sense. Hmm.
1: I feel like Ernie Hudson's too nice for this role. He yeah. seems like a really nice guy. So, that just about covers the cast, I believe. Yeah, and
2: really the only big ones are Blair, Wilford Brimley, oh, yeah. Kurt Russell, and then and Child. I would say Child. Those
1: are like the three main characters and you know, not to jump too far ahead and get into like reasons, like things yeah. that are like mm, this movie, I feel like it has too many characters, and it probably could have been scaled down a little bit. I feel like if they had narrowed it down to about six or seven, and you got a little more backstory into them, I feel like it, it could have been a little okay, more effective. Yeah, because there are a few characters that feel do kind of like even McCready. Tell me about McCready. What do you know about him? Tell me.
2: Vietnam War veteran. It was the name. It was was what him and John Carpenter decided on for his backstory. Okay. And he was supposed to be a chopper He's pilot. He's
1: a chop, uh, helicopter pilot. Helicopter pirate. Mm-hmm. He likes his J&B. He likes to He likes to drink. his J&B. He likes and he his plays his... chess. He plays chess. Anything else? He's a exactly. badass. Exactly. <laughs> He's a badass. <laughs> exactly. This isn't a character story, okay? This isn't a character Well, drama. one of the pros that I hear about this movie, they're like, you know, all the characters are really fleshed out. And I'm like, are they though? I don't think they are. I mean, they're all very well acted, Yeah. and you get enough character, you kind of get a sense of like who this guy is. Yeah, know? I mean, even Kurt Russell is like, you don't know anything about him. Does he have a family? Does well, you know what does he think about the job? I would say maybe some of
2: that was on purpose, as this is you know they're not there to be you know you're not supposed to know necessarily a backstory. I know some people are listening to
1: this, like you nitpicky fucking ass. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, folks. I'm just you know it's just it's what the I with the think. game here yeah, it's what I actually think yeah
0: sorry
2: but I mean yeah I can see where there's some of that going on but I feel like the movie makes up for the fact that some of these are essentially red shirts which is a Star Trek joke
1: because mm, whenever it just, they just like, flew right over my head yeah <laughs> well
2: the, the, the thing is whenever they would go into a new planet and the, all they would always bring random guys who were never on the show before they would always be wearing red shirts that was just like code for these guys who are gonna die gotcha so red shirts so mm-hmm. essentially some of these guys are kind of red shirts. Yeah. But I still think there's a little bit
1: more fleshed out to these guys.
2: They all seem not necessarily fleshed out because the movie's not even
1: two hours long. Yeah. Well, like I said, if it, I feel like if the number of characters had been narrowed down to about I, seven. I Give me like about seven or eight characters and you got enough time. Twelve? It's like, come on. You... See,
2: I feel like I completely understand that, and you're probably right on that. It would have been a little bit better, but I feel like the reason they have as many characters in there is so they can have more like red hair, and it's like, who the fuck is the bad person? Like, who's it? Who has yeah. the thing? I feel like that was probably why the amount of characters on the- on Do you the... think
1: they narrowed it down to 12 because of 12 Angry Men? <laughs> that's kind you know, of you know, uh, it's possible, but I
2: don't think so. I
1: mean, maybe in the back of uh whoever wrote the I, I know John Carpenter didn't write this movie. Uh, maybe was, do you know who?
2: Burt Lancaster. Burt Lancaster's kid. I think
1: maybe like somewhere in the back of his mind, maybe he's not even sure why he had twelve characters. He was like, hmm. Enclosed paranoia movie. Mm, hmm. Twelve characters, well, twelve angry men. Twelve hey, maybe. Hey,
2: it might have been and they're all angry men. That's right the The amount of characters work more than it doesn't. Yeah, it probably, it maybe even get down to like 10 characters or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could have been, oh, you're also missing over the Swedish, or no, the, the Norwegian guys. Oh yeah, they don't. Also, when they threw the, the grenade, it, I was like, and he, when he you know, he throws it and he like flies uh-huh. back, I was like, oh my God, this is a male fucking Brooks movie. Like, when he goes to, like, throw oh. grenade, <laughs> and throws the grenade and he like stares at it for a second, I was zoinks. like, zoinks. Zoinks. yeah. And they're yeah. trying to dig it out. I was like, okay, this is a Mel Brooks movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, and we also got for the cinematography, our boy Dean Cundy coming back. Of he course. did come back
2: for this one. I thought he didn't do oh, this yeah. One. Okay, oh, nice. Uh,
1: oh, you can obviously tell this is Dean Cundey. Oh, yeah, I mean, I thought. Like, it, his signature it, is all over this. Yeah. Like, everything's basically lit in blue, yeah, which he which loves to great. do, which I'm not mad at. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, Halloween is very, there's a lot of bluish hues to it. Yeah. As well as the fog. Yeah. A lot of blue. And the same in the, the thing, and it works for me. Could
2: you imagine shooting this movie for as long as they did? Because they shot half of it in L.A. A lot of the interiors were in L.A., but they were pumping it to like 40 degrees. And uh-huh. then the other sh- half of them in British Columbia in the middle of the winter. Right. Like, that's got to be
1: fucking rough. Yeah, probably. Now,
2: a little bit broader question for you. Do okay. you think you could go to a place like this and work for the amount of time that these people are kind of straining there? You think you could do that and not just go absolutely crazy? Oh, you mean like in the movie? Yeah. Or what like, like, like the actors? Really? No. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, like the the kind of job they have. Oh, the they actors for sure. Or a yeah. But uh, if you like, well, say you're like a, maybe even a cook, you know, because they have to have a cook out there, or something. right? Could you? Do you um, think you could do that kind of thing
1: for? Do you know how long they were supposed to be out there for? A couple what? months. Because remember they Two said they're, they said yeah.
2: they're there in the winter they're in the winter time they said they're not getting any you know come back until spring. Nobody's Two months. Get them.
1: Fuck yeah. Especially if I'm getting like, papa paid. Yeah. yeah, and you're
2: not spending anything. Yeah, you know? you're
1: just kind of hanging out, chilling. They got a pool table in that place. It looked pretty sweet, actually. And they've
2: got lots of VHS tapes of Let's Make a Deal. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> shooting pool, drinking whiskey, watching VHS tapes. Now, that sounds, sounds, sounds like a good, good time.
2: For two weeks, but for two straight months of that, do you think twelve you you dudes get cabin, and then cabin fever too? Like,
1: yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, if I knew there was an end in sight, yeah, yeah. Sure,
2: I could do it. I think I could do it too. Yeah. I wish there were more like snowy horror movies out there. I feel like. You understand what I, Like, mm-hmm. you don't. I feel like they're always like in the woods in the summertime. Did I feel you like see Dead like, Snow? I did see Dead Snow. Actually, pretty damn I good. I have not seen the sequel, but I thought it was pretty good.
1: Dead Snow 2 is pretty fucking good, too. Really? I haven't yeah, seen Yeah, they're that. like Nazis.
2: Yeah, Nazi zombies, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember enjoying the first one, I didn't see the second one. And I know a lot of people say like Cold Prey, which is, I think is Norwegian, maybe Scandinavian. It's like a slasher mm-hmm. movie. A lot of people call it the, the real kind of sequel to Halloween. Hmm. Kind of like it's very like Halloween-esque, but it takes place in the snow. Okay. So I keep meaning to rent it, but I can't. It's on Shudder, but it's dubbed and I can't watch a dub. it. It okay. just drives me fucking nuts.
1: I think there should be a Halloween movie. That involves snow,
2: right? Yes, absolutely. That's never
1: been done before. No. Why wouldn't you? And this you're in Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, I mean, it it's snows. Not, you
2: probably don't snow. It probably doesn't snow every October. Snow in October is every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, Illinois is fucking cold.
1: Just the idea of like a kick-ass scene with Michael Myers walking across the street with snow falling around, right? Sounds pretty fucking it badass does to me. Pretty awesome. Me. Somebody get on that. And now please. they're
2: filming this in Wilmington, so
1: that uh, obviously won't be happening. For well, these next a little two fake notice. snow, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So, the opening of the movie, I don't know how I feel about with the, the spaceship at the very beginning. Oh, the
1: spaceship. Yeah. I don't like, know was it looked, really necessary? Yeah,
2: that was kind of like, because it also reminded me of Night of the Creeps, like we talked about earlier. Oh, yeah. And um, I thought that part was really It cool. looked
1: exactly like Night of the Creeps, it, really, it really
2: did. No, Night of the Creeps came out after. True. But I still thought the, the look of that, I didn't think it was necessarily mm-hmm. necessary for that. I mean, it was only, what? That's true. seconds, I guess. Yeah. But still. But still, I but thought it would be fine if they just opened with, you know, landscapes of the snow to mm-hmm. set, you know, the scene. Because it's not like it even gave a date when that spaceship ro- went by.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't have a date like, you know, 12,000 BC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then the audience is like oh that's old oh that's a spaceship and then after the credits roll it says now oh, oh right, now. yeah <laughs> now <laughs> doesn't even say present day it just, just says now, now. that means
2: yeah. 1982 guys oh my guys. hey guys <laughs>
1: yeah so I, I didn't even think about that but you're right that could have been cut out <laughs> but the the movie starts with you see the the helicopter chasing this dog through the snow and these, apparently Norwegians are basically stormtroopers
2: with their guns.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> true. And they're shooting at the dog. And right off the bat, I'm like, hey, is that really necessary? You really got to shoot at the good boy? Come on. <laughs> well, he's not really a good boy, though. Well, I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> and
2: the Americans sure didn't know that at the time.
1: Yeah, but the, um, the Nor- Norwegians are trying to kill the dog. And eventually the dog makes its way to the American camp. Mm-hmm. and they don't know what's going on. So they're like, hey, look, a dog. The dog runs up to him, you know, just getting some head scratches. Exactly. He's, some a, belly he's a rubs. good boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. I mean, that's Americans <laughs> love for dogs. <laughs> and the Norwegians, they pull up, and they're like trying to kill the I little... I
2: think I read the translation at one point. It was like, get the fuck away from that dog. That dog's not a dog. Oh, something
1: okay. Something like
2: that. It was something to that. Of course, they didn't have that, but I think it was something to that tune. Know that's what they were right.
1: saying. Right, right, right. But somehow the one of the Norwegians he accidentally blows up the helicopter. He like like it brings his arm back to throw the grenade and it slips out of his hand and You can tell they don't play a lot of a lot of baseball in Norway. Yeah. <laughs> and then,
2: yeah, so I also say one of my favorite lines in the movie is like, Maybe we at war with Norway. You ever think about that?
1: <laughs> so yeah, after the Norwegian he shoots one of them in the leg because I he's trying to shoot it, the dog. Yeah, I forget when it was one of the twelve.
2: And apparently he's like bitching at him. He was like, "Oh, you just got gray." Shut up.
1: Yeah, but Gary kills the Norwegian guy. We meet McCready around that time.
2: He's a uh, drinking J and B and playing chess. Playing
1: some chess. Do you know who else played some chess back in the day? None. Do you remember seventh grade?
2: Oh, we—that's right. We, we had that chess when tournament. your
1: boy won the seventh grade Green County Middle School chess tournament. You won that? Yeah.
2: Look at you! Yeah, when the last time you played chess, it's been a while. I was wouldn't it, mind playing. I, I love gray? chess. Was it, was it the last time you played? Possibly. <laughs> yeah,
1: I love chess. Though. You retire? You retire nah, out of champ. retired? Yeah, I retired. I'm coming you, out of retirement. Who did you? Be? Do you remember who you beat? I don't remember. I whooped everybody's ass. It wasn't even close. <laughs> I
2: remember when I played in that tournament. I think I won once and then I immediately <laughs>
1: lost. Then you met me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but you can't. You, you, what was it? You come at the champ
1: Yeah <laughs> For some reason I just understood Chess at like An adult level And I was playing Seventh graders And I'm like This fucking idiot Watch this <laughs> <laughs> I knew like A four move combo Where You could trick A lot of people And you oh, could win okay four mo- So I would just Do that every time Just to kind of Filter through <laughs> <laughs> These scrubs yeah, The worthy adversaries
2: <laughs> And it was like Oh you've seen Through my clever ruse." <laughs> The game has begun. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Anyways, so (laughs) after that, Copper and Mac they fly to the Norwegians' headquarters, you know, to discover what the fuck is actually happening. And they get there, and obviously things have gone shit. That's when you see
2: some of these like crazy things that have been caught on fire that are burned. The entire place is burned down. Yeah, and they see a big. No, they don't see the spaceship at all, right, but they see a big hole in the ground. Yeah, clearly they've dug up something. Yeah, you don't know exactly what happened. You don't know what's going on, but you know like every, there's lots of dead bodies everywhere and everything's burned. Yeah, up. so
1: that whole set piece, that was a part of the destroyed American base set piece, huh? And they just repurposed it. And it saved them like two hundred and fifty grand. Jeez, just yeah, that's to use perfect,
2: that. yeah. Because they did, they tear it down. Spoiler alert: they tear it down, and yeah. they, they can just why don't they just use that? Yeah, yeah, yeah why not?
1: Yeah, jeez, good so. thinking, JC. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or whoever was in charge of the budget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they take the fry. They find like a. It's like a a smoking fried carcass of yeah. looks like an alien or I guess or something. Yeah,
2: so they bring that back.
1: Yeah, they bring that back to the lab. And...
2: Meanwhile, this dog has been running around. That's himself, right. And you yeah. see him walk into a room. I you see the shadow. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, they kind of fade out, and you're like, That's right. "Oh shit!" So this going movie
1: on. is a big old who done it. Yes,
2: it's a it's a it's a sci-fi horror whodunit. done mm-hmm. it's got kind of a slasher at points.
1: See, I'll go and tell you now. I think this movie is eighty percent sci-fi, twenty percent horror. Really? Yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't know if I wouldn't call this a negative of the movie. It doesn't feel like a horror movie to me. It doesn't. No. Okay. I feel like it's a paranoid, tense sci-fi movie. Okay. With with horrific moments. But it doesn't feel like a horror movie. If that I makes sense? I can I can see that. You know I, I mean sp- there's a few moments that are like, whoa, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. I can see that. Um
2: but I I do feel it's a little bit more horror than, than you do. Respectfully disagree. Oh, sure. <laughs> that's what we do here on Spook House. That's, that's we disagree, right. but we respect each we other. We try to it. make
1: the spook house a spook home. <laughs> <laughs> so we can have civil disagreements. <laughs> Oh That's my. right. That's what we do here. That's what we do here at the Spook House podcast. That's right. The Spook Home.
2: Yeah. We're, actually, we're going to rebrand this podcast now <laughs> to the Spook Home. That's right. And it's going to be a coffee mug. For the new yeah. Or, no, we just put a, a coffee in one of the hands up for the <laughs> All right, Jason. <Jess. laughs>
1: so, um, where were we? I don't even remember.
2: <laughs> I got so off track with the Spook Home joke. Oh, we were talking about this. So it's a, a, I, see, I feel like it's more of a, a sci-fi... I'm oh, sorry. I feel like it's a little bit more horror than that. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of dread and impending doom more so than, than sci-fi. Yeah, it's very dreadful. Oh, uh, Because there's constant paranoia. I mean, you feel comfortable that Mac's not the
1: thing. Call it a nihilistic sci-fi horror. I can see that,
2: yeah. I can see, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I Whatever the that. fuck that means. Put that on the...
1: Horror uh, would be the last word I use to describe it out of like three or four words. Okay, now so. see,
2: I would go horror first. Sci- okay, I would go horror sci-fi. Okay. If we're doing anything like that. That's that's just my opinion. I got you. Because I do think the, the foul of dread and mm-hmm. paranoia makes it more of a sci-fi than horror. It makes more of a horror than sci-fi. It's definitely very sci-fi. Mm-hmm. You know, with the alien stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're
1: getting a little lost here. All right, so back to the movie. Uh, Where were we at? So we got the, uh, so this is about the time that the good boy that showed up to camp, he gets placed into the kennel. Yes, he does. Yeah, and there's like five other dogs in there, and I don't like this part, okay? I'm a big animal lover. Yeah,
2: it's it's, it's not the easiest to sit through. Mm -hmm. The effects are outstanding for it, especially for the time. Yeah. But it's Yeah. So the, the dog's
1: face splits open and it becomes the. Uh, Start
2: spraying all the other dogs. Yeah.
1: I felt really bad for that one dog that was like trying to chew through the fence. And yeah. I could just imagine the production crew just spraying this dog with whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> and the dog's like, what the fuck, oh, fuck is this? <laughs> and I remember looking over at my girlfriend during the scene. She was just like, Mm-mm. i don't like yeah. this uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah okay <laughs> did you fast forward through it a little bit no i didn't fast forward yeah, through it. it i was like i get it babe
2: yeah. I don't, I don't yeah and then of course the this is when the first kind of re- the thing reveals itself uh-huh and they all run in because they hear the dog's just freaking out yeah
1: and Mac and Gary they start to shoot it
2: yeah and they shoot yeah, yeah. The, that and then they like
1: burn all the other well dogs. yeah child's child shows up with a flamethrower and he Burns the shit out of it. Because
2: Clark can't do it at first, because I, I guess he's the dog trainer, the dog keeper. was, oh. it, was it Clark? Yeah, Clark. Clark. Yeah, Clark was the one. And he—my girl. Yeah, yeah, that's My right. Girl. I keep forgetting <laughs> that. He was—he—he he was supposed to do it at first, but of course he couldn't do it. Now one dog ran away,
1: so Childs uses the flamethrower. He burns the fuck out of the dog that's gone crazy and is attacking the other dogs, and that's when. You see, one of them has been like absorbed, kind of thing. Yeah, one of the dogs has been like halfway absorbed. Yeah,
2: and at that point, they'd go to
1: they, Blair. Yeah, they do the autopsy. Yeah, and Blair this does
2: scene an autopsy. Was, it was pretty damn gross.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, I didn't think it was too bad. Yeah,
2: it's just, it wasn't awful, but you know, he keeps pointing out organs, and he's kind of explaining that whatever this thing was, the thing, it was trying to replicate whatever these dogs. Right, right. And right. It was going to consume these dogs and become these dogs
1: mm-hmm. now at this point is blair already See, I don't think a thing so. i don't think so so he is a thing eventually though oh absolutely. so at what point is he a thing because it's not I mean, really... really
2: after this he's looking at the well computer I, to do stuff and he's you know we'll looking s- at
1: we'll save that yeah, let's put put that in your pocket. Put that.
2: In, I mean, I know there's put that in your back pocket there. I know there's one page I remember reading a long time ago, and it said like it gave a breakdown of this, the theory of when everything becomes mm-hmm. a thing. No, at this point, I'm pretty confident that Blair is not the thing or hasn't been thing about. Okay,
1: so then they they look through all the tapes of the Norwegians, and they're like looking at what kind of research they've been doing,
2: and they're exploding stuff, which looks fun. Yeah. Always oh, looks fun. Looks
1: pretty fun. That's when the Americans, they find the...
2: They go back out to the Norwegian sp- spot. Yeah, and
1: they find the spaceship crash site.
2: Yes. That's when it's a big giant spaceship. In yeah, the it
1: looks straight out of Star Wars or something.
2: I, I wrote down in my notes, Millennium Falcon. They yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, what
1: it, it's what it looked like. Yeah. And, and so then it, they discover like the giant ice block that had been carved out that they later found at the Norwegian space. Yes. Which you know they assume is the thing yes where that thing came from yeah blair runs the computer assimilation (laughs) which which, killer (laughs) graphics by the way
2: when i was watching this i wrote down i was thinking of freddy's dead great graphics (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fair it's anyway these the, the thing sale, you see it like going in like super pixelated mm-hmm. like Atari, even worse yeah. than Atari, and it yeah. like swallows one whole. When did
1: like, Atari come up? Mid 70s? 70s Oh, no, that was Pong. Yeah, yeah. They had,
2: that was, the Pong was on that 70s I show. I want to say it
1: was like 76 or. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, and also, okay, one of my problems with this movie. Okay. So, specifically this scene, like this magical information appears on the screen yeah. with no real. Science. It, it, He's a scientist, man.
2: He knows how to get these algorithms.
1: Yeah, he knows but how to make okay, everything work. Okay, on the screen it basically says if the organism reaches civilization the entire world is infected in 27,000 hours from first contact. Yes. It's like, okay, where are you getting that 1982 computer software?
2: It's looking at probability. You gotta think. We had been in the moon at this point, Phil. You're not giving us enough credit. Or have we? Oh, shut the <laughs> fuck up! Don't even start with that bullshit. Get off the podcast. Stanley Kubrick filmed it, Steve bro, pieces. on a soundstage.
1: <laughs> yes. Why haven't we been back though, bro? Why haven't we been back? Exactly. It's The moon. Let's go hang out on the moon.
2: I hate you a little bit right now. Like deep. I know. I'm not a conspiracy <laughs> theorist,
1: but you know, there's some. We can talk about that later. It's fun. All Conspiracy the theories are fun. They
2: man. are. That's the issue that some people quit forgetting that they're fun and they think they're the yeah. gospel. That's, that's Yeah. Like flat earthers. So
1: yeah, apparently in twenty seven thousand hours, if it reaches civilization, the whole world's gonna go fucking crazy. So I've got
2: something for that. What? I think you're nitpicking. I think you're picking nits.
1: Mm, picking them nits. I think you're picking them nits. Oh, about
2: like, about like, you know, the insane 27,000 hours. Oh, it would like, be first why contact. not 26,000?
1: Yeah. Why not 28? Oh, whatever. I'm just saying. <laughs> of the things to know. No, Navy. no, I yeah. I get it. I get it. I, I just. Like okay, I said, but later in the movie, there will come another moment where it's like, hmm, how'd you know that? <laughs> That's quite a leap you made there, Kurt Russell. But that leap made it the best fucking
2: part of the entire goddamn movie, so I'm going to look over that leap.
1: All right. So, all right, moving on. <laughs> I know it sounds like I'm shitting on this movie. I I really like this movie. Sounds okay. mean like you kind of hate it. Hey, it's <laughs> sound like you want to throw a fisticuffs. Oh,
2: we're going to throw hands, bro. I've
1: been watching Letterkenny. I'm ready to fight a motherfucker. Windows and Benning's. they put the alien in storage. And... Is it me or does Windows? He looks like Jorge Masvidal, UFC fighter. I don't think you know who that is. Anybody listening, they'll be like, oh, I get it. Okay.
2: (laughs) Maybe uh, our friends at Slasher's Pod, they're big UFC guys. They'll, 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 They'll be the only two other people like, oh, gosh.
1: You got feel oh, you didn't hear about this past weekend when he knocked out Ben Askren with a flying knee oh, in five seconds. Okay, yeah, yeah that's Jorge that. Masvidal.
2: Holy shit, he does like Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, he yeah. does. <laughs> I didn't think
1: about dude. Holy the only way, that holy that knockout. Oh yeah, that knockout was that should be a horror movie right there. God, boy, <laughs> that Asker shit was, was talking shit. Oh, he really. was. If it was anybody other than Ben Askren, I'd be like, I would kind of feel a little bad. We can turn this to an MMA horror podcast in a minute. I'm um, I'm down for that. <laughs> so. Jorge and Bennings they <laughs> <just> put the <laughs> alien in storage, and the alien kills Bennett. Well, you know, yeah. Windows comes back, and he, there's it, like these tentacles wrapped around him. And,
2: yeah. I thought that was pretty. I really like that part too, because you just kind of see the end of it. Uh huh.
1: And then Bennings runs outside, and this is one of my, this is one of the moments of horror. Yes. I feel like yes. when Bennings does that creepy scream. Yeah. It's like a howl, yeah. and like his hands are transforming already yeah. but his face is normal he's yeah. like it isn't Benning. but that moment was like oh that's pretty fucking crazy it's pretty fucking crazy like the normal face with the yeah yeah I'm not saying that the special makeup effects are obviously amazing, yes, they are, but you wanted a little bit more of the crazy creature stuff.
2: um, you wanted this maybe the- like
1: a little more human, like some of the makeup effects like okay i I like that his face was normal, but yeah. his hands were changing, okay, but when you have like this creepy spider looking creature with an eight foot head going up to the ceiling, it's so i mean it's badass, yeah. But it's so crazy. It's yeah, it's not scary. Okay, so it's like more, whoa, like, that's cool. Like a,
2: a transformation while wow. some not necessarily a transformation. You wanted a more humanoid instead of like sure. hey, I
1: think it's scarier when thing they it's human like. But there's something off about it. Yeah, that's scarier and that, to me. Yeah,
2: okay, I had not thought about that. That is what makes him genuinely creepy in this scene because uh, he looks like a human. Yeah. Until you kind of see what, and he
1: makes that really, really eerie howl. Yeah, yeah. Like that's uh, that always sticks with me. Mm-hmm. But and totally I, not downplaying the special makeup effects, which are obviously. I mean, and of course, you can't. They can't quite do with CGI like people just walking around. Like, of yeah, of course not. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it, yeah, I understand what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they burn him alive and a. Badass scene. Yeah. Just Kurt Russell goes out there.
2: Love and then they, they bury him in the snow.
1: Yeah. And around this time, Wilford Brimley has lost his fucking mind. Yes. Now,
2: I don't know if he is. This is what I start to wonder if he's thing-a-thized mm-hmm. thingathized yet.
1: Thingified. I don't know. <laughs> is it, if I wonder
2: if he's an alien or not, because he is right. going absolutely crazy. Yeah. He's like smashing all the equipment. He takes and, out one of the last good boys, which I feel bad about. Does he? Yeah, you missed. There's uh, the part where Clark was in the, uh, was in Thereney. There's the, the axe and the dog's in the throat.
1: What a piece of shit. Right? Right. But, so, I mean, and he like thrashes one of the helicopters, right? Yeah, he, like fucks exactly. it up. So, I don't yeah. know if he is
2: the thing yet, or if Oh, he's, he's definitely just, lost it. He's lost it. And yeah. I, I get why he was, if he was human, I get why he was doing it, because he had to make sure that nobody gets out, so they don't, the thing doesn't get to the human. Mm-hmm. But also, the thing wouldn't want anybody to come at that point. Right, you know he wants because he was making his own. Well, we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah, but yeah, so he's he smashes the radio that they have, which is their only access to the outside world until they get you know.
1: Yeah, so they overpower Blair and they lock him in the shed, and that's when he's like, "Watch Clark," <laughs> because oh, he yeah. thinks that Clark is the thing. Because he was with the dogs for a long time. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. but what was that the thing trying to throw off Kurt Russell? Because
2: as we know. Clark was never the thing.
1: That's right. Clark was never the thing. Even though he kind of acts like he is, he's got that kind of weird vibe to him. It's like yeah, he, this definitely guy's was, up to something. he definitely was kind of a rage. I think hair he was just you. kind of a weirdo there. Yeah. So this is around the time that Copper wants to do the blood test on yes. everything, and they discovered all the blood bags have been drained
2: so they can't do the blood test. No, they cannot. And they can't know anything about, you know, the serum, so that you know they can't do anything with it.
1: And it really sucks. Yeah, and then they get into that whole debate. It's like, is it Gary or Copper? Because only those two had access to the blood bags? Yes. And Windows like pulls a gun out on Gary? Yes. So is this the same time that... Okay, remember when Mac, he gives morphine to Gary? Blair. No, oh, he was, gives sorry, morphine Gary. to yeah. Gary. Why didn't he do that to Copper also? Because he, I'm assuming he did that like, oh, well, I don't trust you, so I'm going to kind of sedate you or yeah. something. So why didn't he do that for the other guy that also had access? So yeah. why did Kurt Russell give that to him and not the other guy? I don't know. It's a little question I had.
2: I don't, I don't recall.
1: Yeah. Kind of thing. Either this way. movie is ruined. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, Fox is reading Blair's journal. <laughs> <laughs> And he he's like doing some research into uh, into Blair's work. fucks decides that you know, hey, we shouldn't eat after one another.
2: Uh, yeah, it was it was definitely kind of weird, but nothing like too crazy. It was but thing to kind of throw the off. The main trail.
1: takeaway is that the bodies are still active; they're still active cells, so these bodies aren't
2: dead yet. Yeah, and it seems like you have to kill. At least the only thing they know that we will
1: kill them is fire for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And around this time is when they discover Mac's torn shirt in the snow.
2: Yes. Uh, so. What, Gnawls found that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Gnawls yeah, found that. Do you think he like just rollerbladed out in the snow? <laughs> Did he take those things off? No, he went out there in his the socks. Just, you know, he, he just boogied on out to the <laughs> snow. This like, is hey, superstitious. What? Yeah.
2: <laughs> also, I have hear my notes it's like I want to shoot a flamethrower so fucking bad.
1: You know what? I do too. I want to shoot a flamethrower. Like the whole time I was watching this and they would use it, I was like, Oh, was like so much fun. Yeah, really.
2: Not it's not I don't want to burn you per se. Oh. I'm just saying oh. I want to shoot a flamethrower at something that will catch on fire.
1: Like you're in the grocery store and it's a long line. you yeah. just
2: going like, like, Hey, get out of my way. Yeah, I got a flamethrower here.
1: I hear you. So Mac checks on Blair, and I have a question for you. Okay. What's up with the noose? He's threatening to kill himself to look right At this point,
2: he is 100% the thing. I don't know exactly what happened.
1: But it's never brought up, like, the noose. Yeah, I Mac's never good. like, what you going to do with that noose? It's just, it's like, hey, is somebody going to acknowledge like this? If he just,
2: like, opened that thing, and he was like, it, he was, like oh,
1: word, huh? Yeah. You got that noose over there, bud. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. Yeah I, uh, yeah, I feel like it was a little
2: unnecessary, but I guess at this point he's definitely the, the thing and he's just trying to... Yeah.
1: He's like, let me out. I don't like it out here. I hear things. I want my Quaker Oats. <laughs> so, I need my... Never mind. Yeah. We're not going to do the diabetes <laughs> jokes. I, I wanted to go there, but I'm not. But we just did. So they find Fuchs and he's burned alive out in the snow and it's never resolved. Like What happened to Fuchs? He's just burnt to a crisp. And they're like, well, did he burn himself? Did he? Oh, and he was know.
2: turning into a, yeah. It, the thing got to him. He oh. got away, but he it, it got enough that he he knew he was getting turned. So he he burnt, he self-immolated, as they call it. He he burned uh, himself.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Huh. And of course, you don't know who did it, because he's, he's dead now.
1: Yeah. And this is when Nalls comes in with Mac's shirt, and they lock out Mac, because they think that he's a thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, wish, I mean, what would you do in that situation? I would think the exact same thing. Yeah, I, I guess. Even, at yeah, that I guess point, so. you, with the way things have been going, everybody, yeah. nobody, everybody's really tired.
1: Yeah, you, that's.
2: I would make that the same decision every time.
1: Yeah, probably.
2: But that's when Kurt Russell
1: comes in and he's like, motherfucker, yeah, he's got you a do this to stick me? of dynamite and, and a road player or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to blow us all up. <laughs> and then <laughs> Gnaws, I mean, um, I'm sorry. So the guy, he, he attacks Mac and he's yeah. like trying to overpower Mac, but he falls into the corner and he has a heart attack. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then they they all carry him out there. And he has a defibrillator. And oh, this that's is right. the coolest, not the coolest. Okay, coolest. I have
1: here in my notes like so he's on the table and they're giving him the CPR trying to, him, yeah. yeah. So I have here in my notes <laughs> shit gets popping. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like I love watching this movie. People' have never seen it before, and I get so excited when this scene happens. Yeah. Like, always do you like you know what how? The
1: fuck. Like do you know how they filmed that scene? No, I didn't. with the guy with I guess his arms bit off? No, Rob Botton used a double amputee that had like no arms, oh really? Yeah, and they just like put these prosthetics around him and filled them with whatever <laughs> and like had him like stick his arms down in this bear trap looking <laughs> thing. and it worked. I mean,, yeah. it's a great effect. It comes out of nowhere. It's
2: the second best part of the entire movie. Yeah, when that, that whole scene, because then, like, like, like you're not say shit gets popping, shit gets popping, poppin'. <laughs> <laughs> because he defibrillates him, and the whole like m- mouth opens yeah. up, and he eats off this guy's arms, and mm-hmm. he brings them in, and then he do, turns into this giant thing up into the the risers and the, the
1: yeah, like his head extends all the way up, and, and he's and
2: making it's... creepy noises, howling things, and they they torch it but the guy's mm-hmm. head
1: comes off of it and he turns to a fucking head spider. Well, saying his head comes off is an understatement. <laughs> I, I think this is my favorite effect of the movie and I'm still not sure how they did this, mm-hmm. but you know how his head like slowly falls off the table like his neck elongates?
2: yeah. And all these like, like detaches a little bit, you yeah. Know, and all these green things inside yeah. of his, yeah. Like, it, it's, like it's, I would love
1: to hear a detailed breakdown of, like, okay, we did this. I'm sure there is out there, like maybe on some behind the scenes stuff or something. Does Rob Botton have a Twitter? Right quick, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Get on his Instagram. At Rob Botton. <laughs> it's probably my favorite effect. Yeah, and movie. like I
2: said, I love watching this this part. This part, when people have never seen it before, like, it is a
1: true blast. Yeah, this yeah. Movie. And Mac torches. The thing, mm-hmm. but the head kind of skedaddles it's out the door and nobody sees the it. The head spider, yeah. and it would have
2: got away too if it hadn't like looked back and was like, Brawr. "Yeah." <laughs> it's like if you only, if only you didn't have to like brag about. Yeah, it Yeah, but
1: eventually they torch his little ass too.
2: Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, this scene is fucking like again. It's, it's why I love this movie, and that's why I say horror because that is a scary part of the movie, and it's a highlight of the movie. Yeah. Yeah It's the second best part of the entire movie. I wasn't scared. Not even when <laughs> the
1: mouth when, the, mouth,
2: when the, the chest mouth opens up. I was
1: surprised, I was like, whoa. Yeah. I wasn't like oh my god, this is so scary. No, it, it's a great yeah. it's a great moment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And this is when um Mac ties everyone up and this is when we get the uh who done it? The blood, the, it, bl- the famous who blood scene. Who, it is. <laughs> who or, it is? Yeah, exactly. So Mac is gonna. Okay, so okay, bringing do you, it back. Do you want me to, he's, he's made this jump. No. Like, okay, so okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna test your blood, and if your blood, if I do this, your blood, then you're gonna do this. And it's like, okay. When did you did you understand
2: his reasoning behind this? <laughs> sort of, <laughs> okay. but give it because to me,
1: Jason. He saw. <laughs> I okay. see you're all hot and bothered.
2: Okay. He saw... Oh, I'm super hot in It's hot outside. We got the door open. It's as fuck. I got some shit to talk about here. Okay, Phil? All
1: right, bring it on. So,
2: so, he saw what happened with the previous thing. And of course, Max had a headed guy, so he kept the shit together. And he was seeing what was going Wait, on. Wait, which thing? Oh, the last... What just happened before when the, the chest opened up. Open. Oh, yeah, okay. And he noticed that even though he had torched the thing, the mm-hmm. head got away. Okay. And he realized that it's all one giant piece. Okay. Everything is is the same. And so he was like,
1: well, if I. Well, by that logic. Yeah. If he had, when he torched the thing, Uh wouldn't the little spider head guy, like, have gone up in flames at the same Let time? Let me ask you a question. Are okay. you a
2: scientist? I don't think you are.
1: Is Kurt Russell a scientist? No, but he's a fucking badass. <laughs> he's, he's a whiskey-drinking, chess-playing a... helicopter pilot.
2: <laughs> he's also a shitty chess player because he gets pretty upset about it when he
1: loses. Oh, apparently so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he was like, you know, everything is part of this one thing. Even okay. Can, he can get away.
1: All right, Kurt Russell, I, I'll I'll go along with your plan, but continue. Okay. So they're doing the blood test.
2: They're doing the blood test yeah and of course, the first thing they test is the two guys that are dead mm-hmm. just to make sure that they're they don't test
1: him first I don't think I thought they did yeah because uh... they said
2: that makes you a murderer
1: yeah i don't I don't think they were t- but it doesn't matter but when well,
2: he he tests himself to show everybody that mm. he's not, yeah. and then the famous all right was it copper he was talking to? I guess that's why you're the only person that could be open to the the blood. So I guess it means we'll do you last. And then, as soon as he says that, he puts the. the well,
1: heat. first Clark tries to rush, uh, my girl. Yeah. He tries to rush Kurt Russell. Remember, he picks up a scalpel. Oh yeah. And he shoots right. him in the fucking he shoots head. Right head. Feels the wrath of Kurt Russell.
2: <laughs> Don't you come at me, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then they do the blood test after he shoots. Yeah. Clark. And it turns out. Eventually, you know, this is a very kind of slow moving scene. They mm-hmm. like they do they cut themselves on the thumb, and he takes a blood test. And what exactly is he doing? He's heating up a. He's heating up like a, 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 a wire
2: coil, wire kind of thing uh-huh. on the with the torch
1: with the torch
2: or the flamethrower. Burning the he's blood, making it hot. Yeah, and he knows obviously that the only thing that really hurts this thing is fire. Mm-hmm. So he's making it hot, and he's gotcha hitting the the. the Blood, yeah, to make sure. Yeah. You know that everything is on the up and up, on oh, the up and on up. the up and Yeah,
1: up. so eventually he gets to Palmer, and wouldn't you know it, Palmer's the thing.
2: Now, when I was watching this, my em she had just gotten home, and it was like right in uh-huh. there in the scene. And she like sits down. And she had a long day where she's like, and she had seen it before, and she sees uh-huh. what's coming up. She's like. I'm not gonna lie, this scared the shit out of me the first nah, time I saw it. It but is very it's, jumpy. It's,
1: that's that's another horror scene because it's very quiet up until oh then, yeah. and you just hear like this loud spark, and then it, yeah, all it, hell breaks loose. And of course, uh, when yeah, and you all get that sweet him. head morphing scene where it like it's focused on his face, and mm-hmm. like his eyeballs like it's, popping out, and yeah. his head is morphing, and <laughs> and Childs is beside him like, get, get this me motherfucker f- away from me. <laughs> And
2: Could you imagine shooting that scene? Because like probably for like two days straight, they were just tied to a chair trying to jump out of it forever. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and Max' flamethrower doesn't work. And then uh, it was Clark's trying to torch him, but Clark's is kind of a no. Old-ish. Clark's already dead. Oh, I'm sorry. Who, uh, <laughs> I get Max I'm just, trying to torch him. No, but there's the other one that's got the torch too.
1: Oh, that was helping him out. I don't know sorry I'm proving your point par- I'm proving your point for it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah you love this movie crazy. I do love this movie does not have to know everybody's fucking yeah dying. and they they kill well the creature kills Windows he gets
2: up and it's cool because his head splits down the middle mm. and he latches That's on to Windows head who was trying to torch him as well mm-hmm. and he's like running around it was like this is everything I want in a movie <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's pretty badass.
2: Yes. And then he spits him out essentially.
1: Yeah, and then he runs outside and Mac blows him up with a grenade. Yeah. In a very cool scene. It's Mac it's all like one shot. Mac tosses a grenade and boom, just explodes. Perfect. Perfect name. Yeah. From perfect Mac. name. Oh, that's when he Mac goes inside and he torches Windows. Yeah. <clears throat> he goes Windows, windows is sitting is in, in the corner a, and he's yeah, becoming a thing, thing. and
2: This part is one of the best scenes in genre of movie, anything. Not just horror, sci-fi. I think the whole way it's set up and the big scare, like the big jump scare.
1: Oh, this whole, the blood test. Yeah, the whole blood test scene. I think it's it's one
2: of the most memorable scenes in all of genre. Not just horror movie, like sci-fi, like Mm. bank heist movies, I don't care. You know, action movies. Yeah. I think it's definitely one of the most memorable scenes
1: out there. Yeah, that's and a good one. It's,
2: I love it. It's my favorite scene in the entire movie.
1: Cool. So then um, Childs and Gary, are cut loose, finally. Um, yeah. They're found they're, out they're to not be, not be the things. thing. Yeah.
2: And at that point, they come to
1: the conclusion
2: that they got to go give the test to Blair.
1: That's right. But yeah. Blair's okay, I'm lost yeah. in this part. Okay. So they go out to the shed that Blair's been in. And they discover that he's like dug underground.
2: Yes. And he's made a
1: little spaceship. Yeah. Yep. So I'm guessing Blair is definitely a thing. Oh, yeah. He's definitely and a he's thing. And he's using thing superpowers to dig. Yes. Because no way a man can dig that big of a tunnel. Nope. And he built that spaceship within a eight hour period that he was locked in the shed.
2: Hey, man, he's a genius. He's a thing. He gets shit done. Huh. That's what they do. Okay.
1: I was just wondering that. Yeah. So he's definitely a thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Not just a Quaker Oats guy. He's no, a thing.
2: he's He is the, the 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 OG at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
1: then all the power goes out in the camp. And this brings me to my, hmm, that's quite a jump you made there, Mac. Okay.
2: What you got in there? What you got <laughs> now?
1: Bring it to me. Sorry, Jason. This is my last one, okay? <laughs> no, it's not. I promise. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> but Kurt Russell says, and I quote, it wants to go to sleep in the cold until the rescue team finds it. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's his whole He assumes that this is the whole thing's plan. Like, oh, it's turning out the power. Yeah. So it can go in the cold. Yeah. Until another rescue team finds it. Yeah. And then take over the world. It's like, okay. Or maybe the power just went out. Or. <laughs> no, <Nah>, the <laughs> thing did. It. The thing did it. And that's oh, exactly okay. what they want. They want to. Get really, really So Kurt Russell knew exactly what the thing was. It makes
2: sense to me, man.
1: Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah. Moving on. Mm-hmm. i sorry. Yeah,
2: move it on. Move it the fuck on.
1: Jason has a knife out right now. He's you know, holding it's, it's, I got it on six his... inches away from my stomach. Exactly. Jason, put the knife away. No.
2: Not until you say something nice <laughs> about the thing. I love this movie. Okay. It's a great movie. All right, I'm putting back. I'm okay. putting, right. I'm putting hey. it down. Hey, it's a great movie, man. It's, it's back it's in my shoe. It's back okay. in my shoe. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: At this point, they realize they're all gonna die, which gotta
2: be really daunting. You realize like there's nothing you can do, but in order to like save the world, essentially, yeah, you've got you've got to do this for the greater good.
1: And would be like, "Did we have to though?" <laughs> Everybody was
2: like, "We're on this," I and mean, it gets to feel like, yeah. "Can we like maybe save like
1: one room where there's a <laughs> heater in there, yeah, just like in case there's one of put us, a little bit of food in there." Just, like, the thing doesn't know
2: about this room, but we do. Yeah. Okay.
1: So they decide to blow everything to fuck up.
2: Mm-hmm. Tell you that I do have one gripe. We're going we to get to it.
1: Okay. Oh my gripe. god, Jason has a gripe about the things.
2: It's, it's moving this movie from a
1: ten to a nine point five. Hey but man, I love I love Halloween, but I'm not going to hold back. There's some there's some things where I'm like, eh, Okay. Totally. Oh well. Totally. Yeah, there's some there's some acting moments. There's a little <laughs> bit of dialogue where I'm like, hmm. Like all of Nancy Loomis. <laughs> okay. Anyways.
2: <laughs> Moving on, Jason.
1: Yeah. yeah, go ahead. So, anyway,
2: they're blowing it up. And they decide to go down to the tunnel to find Blair, who's the thing. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it's got another one of the, the best jump scares that I, cause mm-hmm. I always forget about it. It's when the yep. thing, when Blair pops out of nowhere and he gets uh, Gary. Yeah. Right it's all up fingers. in his grill. It's all up in his grill. And now it's a little rubbery, you know, looking back. Because I watched it. Okay. This in I, yeah. I watched this in Blu ray. I saw
1: that and I was like, hmm. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to forgive it because the jump scare was legitimately really good. And I have a theory about why it looks so like they just painted a rubber glove. Okay. So Shoot. the special effects budget went way over. I, I'm sure. For the movie. <laughs> like, initially, the special effects budget was like 750 grand, I think. Mm-hmm. And eventually, it went up to like $1.5 million. It makes sense to me. Yeah. So, it, I'm guessing it, like, by this point in the movie, they now. were like, all right, guys, what do we got? Uh, well, I got this uh, fucking glove here. You want to paint this up and kind of
2: latex this mofo? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, like,
1: maybe do some weird hand movements. We
2: can't kill you any kind of special way, but we'll make sure I, we'll
1: I think they could have done that that kill should have had a little more stink on it. Yeah. I I could with that. Especially considering that we just had like the like some of the greatest special effects in horror movie history. Movie have, history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah. In movie history. In movie history. And then we got this little hand puppet Yeah I mouth can get fucking it. I can
2: get it. it. It 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 does look weird and maybe when you first saw it. What's you doing
1: there? You're you're trying to pull a tooth? (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) But yeah, but I I, I was like, you know what, I'll let it pass. Yeah, we'll let it pass. We're watching this on Blu-ray, so maybe, or on high definition, maybe it didn't look quite as, I don't remember, like on VHS, if it it didn't look that Mm. bad. Maybe it didn't look that bad on VHS or something.
1: Yeah. And then the underground monster thing. That's my big gripe. Appears. And it takes away the detonator from Mac. Mac throws the dynamite in it, kaboom! Yeah. So, all right, what's your big gripe? The whole time we've been building
2: towards a showdown. Basically, this is oh, the, this is yeah. you know the final boss, basically, if uh-huh. you And it felt like you know, ran out you of play, money. No, no, not even that. <laughs> like you know when you played like a video game so many times, when you get the final boss, you can one shot it
1: essentially. Uh huh. That's
2: what it felt like.
1: Oh, you know that's yeah. That's a good observation there. I agree with that.
2: That's my only big gripe right with this movie. Like, you see the thing was like, oh, and the thing looked cool. I think uh, I really enjoyed what it looked like. I like the practical effects of the monster, the way it looked. Yeah, but kinda.
1: you don't really see it in this. You don't. You don't see you it. See much. like some tentacles yeah, underground and some board, it boards. Boards like popping the thing up from the faculty. Oh yeah, <laughs> actually the faculty obviously yeah. draws a lot of inspiration from this. Yeah, from this. From this absolutely. Um, the Mist as well. Yeah, definitely. And Resident Evil 4. The people the that universe. made that have even credited, which makes sense when you think about it. Oh, yeah. I not thought about it.
2: I have not played that video game in a while. Second
1: time we brought up that game on the podcast. That should be made into a movie. I'd watch it. Mac throws the dynamite into the th- thing's mouth i guess and, and we get an up. off-screen kaboom explosion yeah. it's like all right little weak
2: yeah little weak like i said that was my only gripe about the mm-hmm. no, only real gripe about this movie is just it just felt like again it felt like you, you know how to kill the monster so you use one shot because you play it so many times yeah
1: yeah so then mac kind of wanders away from the rubble and child shows up you haven't and seen any
2: child the... since Child since they left him in the. That's right.
1: Right before the power went off. Yeah. You see him going out and away from the group. Mm hmm. You know, and then the power goes off. Yeah. That's why Mac was like, Where were you, Childs? Yeah. I feel like there's kind of like this unspoken thing between them. They're like, We're both going to die.
2: Yeah. Or they don't know. Neither of them know if the other person is a thing or not. Yeah, it's like you know, they
1: they both kind of, they act suspiciously for a second, yeah. but deep down they know they're going to die, so I think they just kind of don't care yeah. at that point. Yeah, that's exactly. what I got from it. Yeah, that's
2: exactly what I got from it. That's <laughs> so what I like yeah. about that, it. It's not really a downer ending, it's, I mean, it's not exactly a downer ending, but it's a little depressing a little Your bit. Your
1: general audience would definitely say it's a downer ending. And I guess and that I, is I true. guess it kind of
2: is. Yeah fact that they may or may not have won you know you uh-huh. we, we know matt hey they they thing.
1: could have uh both survived and they scooted off together and built a cottage together and lived by the sea maybe <laughs> the, who <knows? laughs> lived by the sea
2: in antarctica <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> became ice fishermen. <laughs> who knows Jeez, I'd, I'd, I'd watch it where did matt get that bottle of booze i just thought of that he's got like a bottle of j and b somewhere yeah yeah so, Mac pulls out a magical bottle of uh, booze, and they're both drinking it and fade to black in the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm guessing they just like get drunk and kind of die in the snow.
2: Now, there was going to be a sequel. Really? Yes. And it, re- it took a long time for them to possibly make a sequel. And John Carpenter said that he was going to get around like their age because he's going to bring Kurt Russell and. Keith David? Keith David back, mm-hmm. and, then he was saying, and he was just going to explain that their rapid age uh-huh. was going to be from Frostbite. But they were going to say it like immediately after the first thing. Hmm. Now, I don't know exactly if there was a script or a pitch or an outline for it, but he said he really wanted to make a sequel. And, you know, the movie grew. I'm sure at this point it's made plenty of money.
1: Well, once it got released to video, it, yeah. it found its footing. Oh,
2: absolutely. it yeah. definitely has a huge following now. Oh, for sure. And, yeah,
1: this is like regarded as... A lot of people say it's their favorite horror movie of all time. Yeah, a lot of official lists, any like top 100 movies. Yeah. of all time, you know, yeah. not just horror movies. Yeah, like, this is always mentioned up there. Especially if this somebody's is talking
2: specifically about like sci-fi horror, it's usually this and Alien oh, are kind of like the sure. two that everybody
1: points to as being like
2: the most influential and the
1: best. Yeah. So, uh, all right, now for the pros of this uh-huh. movie. Okay, obviously the makeup. Cinematography from Dean Cundy. Yeah. We didn't really talk about it a whole lot, but I really love it. The this set movie.
2: design this movie is great.
1: Yeah. In there's the way, yeah. one scene where Mac, I want to say it's early on in the movie, and I think he's like walking out to the helicopter or something, but you get like this sweeping shot of the entire base. Yeah. And it's like everything in the distance is lit in a blue color so it's very um, expansive feel. it's just a beautiful shot i can't tell you exactly what's going on in the scene but there's moments like that where it's like damn that's fucking beautiful Yeah, and even just like the way the... it's lit like uh, there's a lot of blue backlighting just mm-hmm. randomly yeah you know like yeah. they're just in a random room yeah but like a door is blue yeah it's like Okay. And even like when they're outside it, it, it looks during the good.
2: nighttime scenes where like there's like lit by like fire. It doesn't that kind make of sense, stuff. but it looks yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's a movie, it's a visual Yeah, movie. yeah. I'm not I'm not complaining. Like yeah. I love it. I really I just I
1: really love this movie. I can tell. Yeah. It's yeah,
2: it's fantastic. It's threatened guy. me with violence
1: over it. <laughs> so, Several times. Okay, another pro for the movie. Yeah. All the characters are pretty smart for the most part. There was not a moment in the movie where I was like, Oh, you fucking idiot. Like I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Everything felt like, okay, I see why they would think this. or Yeah. So
2: Nobody's running and falling down in the woods.
1: Right. There's not a lot of tropes in the movie. No. There
2: really isn't. Yeah, you're you're right. And I didn't think about that. But yeah, they're really Mm -hmm. all, even though maybe some of them might not be super fleshed out.
1: Uh, (laughs) Mm, Try all of them. Shut your mouth. (laughs) All 12. Shut. But I'm, I'm shutting it. Okay. Okay.
2: Keep it close. And yeah, there I could see that. Yeah, they are they, nobody makes a dumb decision, mm-hmm. except for when that one guy came at Mac.
1: Oh yeah, because you don't fuck with Kurt Russell. No,
2: you fucking don't.
1: <laughs> you learn what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get shot, you you don't. You get shot. <laughs> you get shot. Speaking of Kurt Russell, yeah. Did you know that Carpenter wanted? I'm just gonna let you guess who he wanted as Mac.
2: Okay, so this came out in '82. Yeah. Somewhat of an action hero.
1: A John Carpenter staple.
2: Somewhat oh a John Carpenter. was it Tom Atkins?
1: Please say. Actually it was Tom they can cons- he was considered for some part in this. And he wasn't in
2: oh, okay. This would
1: have made us move to one point five again. Donald Pleasants. Wait, wait, wait.
2: He wanted Donald Pleasance to be Mac McCready? Yeah. That would have been right, would it? Okay, in JC, we usually trust, but... <laughs> like,
1: in JC, we trust, it, but... Uh, you
2: know, I'm glad... Donald Pleasence
1: was, like, what, pushing
2: 60, 60 uh, uh, at this uh, point uh, or something? Could you imagine him just running around with a flamethrower? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I torched him six times. <laughs> the evil is gone. I the saw thing escaped.
2: I saw this thing's face <laughs> when he was a little dog. <laughs> yeah.
1: So this movie finished, it finished behind Poltergeist. Poltergeist was in its fourth weekend, and this movie only made like three or four million. Really? Like its opening weekend. But hey, how about that? Can you imagine like Poltergeist and the thing comes out within the same month? And E.T.'s out there too, How kick-ass was E.T.'s? E.T. out there too? Yeah, E.T.'s, man. Dude, come on ghostbusters we're lucky if we get like a good one every i mean there's a lot of good movies today i'm not saying there's not but... the issue is
2: there's so much so much content constantly yeah it's true. hard to like siphon through or even like yeah. good ones they just um you forget about them there's all kind of forgettable after a while because they're just constantly constantly you being exactly content
1: yeah, like there's so many good shows out there today, like on HBO, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. You just don't have time to watch them all. No, I makes, haven't seen Game of Thrones. I'm sure it's great. Everybody fucking talks about I wanted it. To, it's not
2: going to be something you enjoy, really. It's just, I mean, you think so? I mean, if you don't, you're not a big. I know you, you don't like fantasy kind of stuff. I not You know. I really. So I don't. And the way it ended just makes everybody mm, mad. So you're okay. fine. Okay,
1: I'll you're, skip
2: that one. Yeah, you'll skip that one. But you should watch Sopranos.
1: Okay, look, hey, I love Mafia shit. Yeah, Sopranos is. Sopranos is up there with like. Sure, it's great. It's absolutely amazing. Excuse me, sir, do you have 48 hours of spare time to watch this series? Exactly. No, I don't.
2: (laughs) Maybe if you uh, lay off the HGTV a little bit, though. Never. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm
1: hooked on tiny house shows. I'm like, (laughs) so did you know that Carpenter was supposed to direct Firestarter? But the thing did so poorly, they gave the job to somebody else. Have you it's ever seen Firestarter? No. I haven't.
2: I I really don't have much interest in it. Isn't Drew Barrymore in that? Yeah, she's a little kid
1: mm. who starts fire. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so, Jason, what do you give this movie?
2: I really like this movie.
1: G. Really? G,
2: really? Yeah. No.
1: No fucking kidding.
2: <laughs> I give this movie a nine. Nine out of ten. Nine? Yeah. All right. Nine out of ten. The, the Not about, a nine point five. No, I think about it. Yeah, maybe they could have. What the keeps boss you battle?
1: From, what keeps you from the, the boss the battle? The boss battle Kinda drives me crazy. Yeah, if they had just saved some of those kick-ass special effects, yeah, that were in the middle of the movie, mm-hmm. like just hang on to a little, just put those in your pocket, <laughs> pull it out towards the end, and it needed a. Uh, it needed a punch at the end. Exactly. Because the middle of the movie had, like,
2: several, like, some boom, fucking boom, boom, elbows yeah. to the face.
1: Like, not <laughs> a punch. It was, like,
2: and, like, straight 12 to 6 elbows. 12 to 6 elbows. <laughs> like,
1: right to the dome. Like, holy <laughs> shit, look at this. Mm-hmm. And the ending was, like,
2: was up little
1: quick. little bitch slaps. Yeah,
2: and that's that's what brings it down from a 10 to a 9 for me. Okay, I
1: didn't even think about that yeah. before, but I totally get that. And you're right. Yeah. Which is why I give this movie Put your knife away. Uh, I,
2: it's it's right there, it's at the ready. I
1: give it an eight. Okay, I'll
2: accept that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's eight point two on IMDb, so you're not too far off. Well,
1: 82. Seems appropriate. Came out oh, in eighty two. Hey! That. Oh, <laughs> oh. <Hey-oh. laughs> My gut reaction says seven, but I'll give it an eight. I mean, it's, it,
2: it, it deserves
1: is, an eight. Yeah, for the special, special makeup effects, effects yeah. alone, cinematography, the acting. Uh, yeah, we, I mean I we, we've talked movie. about it. I was
2: just like, I just miss practical effects. They don't do it anymore. Really?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think it works best when you have practical effects. Yeah. But they layer hints of CGI on top. Yeah. But you need that base of a real object mm-hmm. to build upon. Yeah. But when movies solely rely on CGI, it just looks like shit. Yeah. Even today. Yeah. I mean, they're just never going to get, I mean, the effects in this look better than give me, give me your best CGI effects and I'll, I'll stack this against it any fucking day of the week. Okay. Jason, I think we just about covered the thing from top to bottom. Yeah.
2: Pretty much. I think so too.
1: Yeah. I think yeah. JC would be proud.
2: I think JC would be proud.
1: Yeah. Hey, JC, if you're listening, if you want to come on the podcast, you let us know.
2: I'll give you my my cell phone number and everything. You can crash on my couch if you want. Hey, it's a nice couch I'm sitting on right now. It's comfy. Yeah, it's comfy. Scout's a pretty friendly dog, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he is. He's not going to turn into an alien because he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's the best boy. He's the best boy. All right, Jason. Well, I guess I will see you next week for Christine. Mm. And everybody listening, Christine and Prince of Darkness again are on Shudder. Yes. So you can download the streaming service for free, for a, free week. for a week. Yeah. And after that, it's only like, what, five bucks? Five bucks a month, if you like. Yeah. And they got a big library. They do. Mm-hmm. So if you like horror movies. Definitely give them a check, check out. Yeah, check it out. And you can watch Christine and Prince of Darkness along with some other great movies. Summer of 84 so. is really good. Uh, I've seen exclusive. that, yet. It's really good. I keep hearing about it. Yeah. Been meaning to watch it. I uh, will do so. Do it. Yeah, I feel like we, we pretty much covered the thing all the way through. If, uh, you know. Oh, if. We've got a
2: listener who constantly emails into our podcast. Oh, yeah. We
1: got to give a shout out to our buddy, Josh Josh. Gunn. Yeah. 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 He is constantly harassing us via email. You really didn't like a Kate Hodder comment we made a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He's always emailing me saying, like, how dare you disparage (laughs) the name of these horror icons? You know what, Josh? You can suck it. How about that? (laughs) Write an email about that, bud.
2: He's somebody I have to talk to every day. But okay. Well,
1: yeah, he's your co-worker. <laughs> Tell
2: him to fuck off. I can't do that. No, I'm kidding, Josh. <laughs> we, you know what? I enjoy the lead the, the, uh, It'll be like 2 o'clock on the Tuesday morning, or Tuesday afternoon, I'll get a, a screenshot from Theo be like, gosh, your buddy Josh emailed me again some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, Josh, we appreciate the support, even though you're borderline harassing us at this point. <laughs> we really do appreciate the support josh and everybody listening we appreciate you listening if we get you a lot wanna, of the
2: good uh, comments on the instagram here recently
1: yeah so if you want to reach out to us you can find us on instagram at the spook house podcast or the spook house podcast at gmail whatever is easy for you until next week i'm phil i'm jason and this has been the spook house podcast see you next week